Witch Next Door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hey everyone, happy Moonday. Before we jump into today's episode, I have a very exciting announcement. The giveaway winner from that Witch Podcast one-year anniversary giveaway is none other than Erin, the Sacred Tea Magic. Erin, thank you so, so much for participating. Make sure you send me a message, contact me uh, so that we can set up uh, your collection of your winnings. And everyone, I just want to say a full, full, wholehearted thank you again, not only for participating, but for all of your unending support and love. I could not do this without you. Oh, thank you so much. Now let's get into this Monday's Moonday Musing episode. Well, hello, neighbor. Happy Monday. Happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for this week. So this week is a very, very interesting one. We are fresh into Leo season, and we also have our Leo new moon happening this week on Thursday, July 28th at 11.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Now, the overall moon scope for this week, uh, we're going to be starting out today, the 25th, um, in Gemini, moving into Cancer, then into Leo for that new moon, and we'll be rounding out the week on the 31st with the moon and the sign of Virgo. And this Leo new moon is, is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for new creative ideas and endeavors, truly. Um, I don't want to go too far into the new moon energy um, because you can check out the episode that I did with Ashley for our shadow chats for this new moon. But just know that this is a great time to be listening to and honoring those really unique creative ideas um, and to really lead with them, okay? Now, this week... We have two more celestial bodies stationing retrograde, joining the retrograde ranks. So (laughs) first, starting today, the 25th, we have asteroid Juno stationing retrograde at 21 degrees of Pisces. Now, the asteroid Juno in Greek mythology is Hera, uh, Zeus's wife, and in astrology, Juno is seen as our role in long-term partnerships like marriage. You'll find that Juno gets attributed with marriage and marriage only really, really often, but this doesn't mean that depending on the sign that you have Juno in, it means you will or won't get married. Um, The sign that your Juno is in and the aspects that your Juno is making in your chart um, or any given time, you know, with with, uh, current transits, uh, this can look like your opinions around marriage, the idea and concept of marriage. But again, I, I, really do classify this as long-term partnership because 
I think that every year our concept and idea of marriage is kind of getting deconstruction deconstructed and rebuilt in a lot of ways and is is changing and morphing in a lot of ways. So that's why I don't like to say this is exactly who you are as a spouse. Uh, you might not even identify that way as a spouse. But partner seems to be a much more broad term that a lot of people can identify with and um, can have a much more similar connotation for. And so Juno stationing retrograde in the sign of Pisces, this can look like a few things. Um, I'll be honest, the first thing that I saw or that I thought when I saw this was, you know, really the dissolving of boundaries. And so there is a potential for for some steamrolling over or bypassing boundaries within these these long-term partnerships and whatever those boundaries mean for you. So yeah, immediately my brain was like, well, I hope a bunch of people don't start cheating on each other (laughs) and like calling it, you know, in the name of love or whatever. Uh, (laughs) But I will say that the purpose of dissolving these boundaries is because they are being called for redefinition. They're being called for re-examination. They're being called for reflection and review. And your role, the other person's role or other people's role in your consensual long-term partnership, um, you know, the boundaries that have been in place, you know, what purpose are they serving? Who are they serving? All of these kinds of things are going to be coming under our focus. And um, we are going to be visiting throughout this retrograde cycle. Then we also have Jupiter stationing retrograde this week in Aries. This is going to be on Thursday, July 28th and uh, stationing retrograde at eight degrees of Aries. When Jupiter, our expander of visions and horizons and limitations, goes retrograde, um, we can sometimes find ourselves to feel a little bit jaded, struggling to feel a little bit short-sighted, feeling a little bit blocked when we're thinking and trying to expand our boundaries and our horizons. That's because during a Jupiter retrograde, I really think that we're being called to focus more on the here and now and the immediate and um, kind of put not put away, but back burners set off to the side. Um, some of our bigger, greater, grander dreams and aspirations because there are things in our immediate world and day-to-day and environment that deserve and are calling for just as much of our love and nurturing and attention as well. Um, So don't let Jupiter retrograde, especially I see a lot of fear mongering about Jupiter retrograde. I think that this is a good time to kind of, especially in Aries, a great time to kind of keep your head down, uh, but keep your head on straight and uh, take one step at a time, uh, lead with your best foot forward, all of those different little quips, okay? That's that's really what I see uh, Jupiter retrograde as, is not not, um, 
a time for being lavish and luxe and and going after it and risking it all. I think that it's a, a better time to focus on the here and the now and the practical and what's right in front of us more than anything. And um, just overall, as we look at the the transits for this week, we have a good amount of of squares happening with some of these retrograde planets, particularly Mercury, uh, Venus, Jupiter. Um, we also have a, a, a Mercury-Saturn opposition coming up on Sunday as well. We have some of these harder aspects this week, but as soon as I was reading through the astrological energy this week, here's the message that really came forward to me. You may feel a bit challenged and a bit confronted this week in regards to self versus others. Do I put myself first or do I put this person or these other people first? And quite honestly, there is no one umbrella answer here. These transits you know, especially when we're reading collectively, it doesn't point to any one black and white answer. It's not like, oh, right now you're definitely supposed to be just putting yourself first. I think truly that it comes down to each of us on an individual level. So instead of looking for the answer in that regard and looking for the answer in the transits, I would use these challenges and feelings of confrontation that you may feel from people outside of yourself or things in your environment around you. And let this really get you in that inquisitive space and ask yourself, what do I want? What is for the highest good of all involved here? Truly. Um, and really letting yourself get fucking honest with yourself about your priorities when it comes to self versus others and just kind of letting yourself explore that really intuitively and building strength and confidence from that so that you can really unapologetically stand your ground in your priorities and whatever they are for you. Okay. So if you do find yourself feeling a bit challenged, a bit confronted by um, things in your environment or people, AKA, does this make you feel like you're lashing out? Are you projecting? Do you feel really triggered? All, do you feel really, really activated? Do you feel really reactive? All of these things. If you find yourself in any of these spaces, I encourage you to make some time for some, some introspection and some questioning of these different themes for yourself and questioning that confrontation and questioning those feelings and deciphering your own truth so that you can stand even stronger in it. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time today and every day. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this week's uh, Monday Musing episode. Hope you feel prepared and ready to take on your week. Don't forget, if you have any questions or thoughts that came up, you can always find me just right next door at witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Stay safe. Stay magical out there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Moonday Musings. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show, That Witch Podcast. I put out a total, including Moonday Musings, 
of three episodes every single week. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share online, on social media, or share with friends that you think would enjoy it as well. And make sure you head over to Apple and Spotify, where you can also leave a five-star review. Make sure you are subscribed to my email list for more astro forecast, cosmic tips, and witchy inspiration. Visit thatwitchnextdoor.com for more info. Thanks, everyone. 